On this episode, we discuss Sith teachers and what it means to turn to the dark side. You must unlearn what you have learned. Remember, a Jedi can feel the Force flowing through him. And between it all, balance. Welcome to Voice of the Wills. This is where the fun begins. You are right back in the mess. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. All this, as the Force wills it. Just when you think you understand the Force, you find out how little you actually know. I may fail, you may fail, but there is no try. We would be honored if you would join us. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Voice of the Wills. Once again, I'm Matt Almuccio, and I am here with Elena Source. Elena, how we doing? What's up, my dudes? And gorals. <laughs> and what? Gorals. Gor- uh, you know, like okay. Groot Wills. from Despicable Me. Goyles. Gorals! <laughs> I don't know how I have a nine-year-old that I've never seen that movie, but sure. Sorry, sorry. Hey, and then <laughs> there you hear Albert Torres. Albert, how are we doing? Hello there. I'm doing fine. <laughs> that was appropriate. Um, and Rodney Clark made it. Good evening, everybody. Rodney, welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to be here. Um, yeah, we got some. Uh, we got a couple of cool topics um, planned uh, for today. Um, we're recording, uh, well, Elena was going to bring this up, but I'll do it anyways. We're recording the day that the trailer for Clone Wars dropped. Clone Wars! Clone Wars saved! Yeah! yeah! We're so excited. <laughs> Elena, was there anything particular you wanted to say about it? Um, oh, God, I don't, I have so many emotions. I don't, knowing, so it's exciting, but it's also giving me so much anxiety because we all know this ain't going to end well. Because <laughs> this Execute is like, Order uh, yes, about uh, Order 66, Siege of Mandalore. Uh, things are going down and they're not going to end well. <laughs> oh, I, I, but, I'm not looking forward to it, but at the same time, I am. Oh my God, it's going to be I so I really sad. love how they reanimated Ahsoka. I, I was a little bit like put off the first time I saw all those like teasers that they released, but I, I've, I've, I've grown to love it. And I love how they did the an- they do the lightsaber animations now, which is really interesting. That's all technical, but so wait, I, I still have yet to watch the trailer. Yeah, same here. So are we going to see Order sixty six again? I think so. Who, well, that's speculation. I don't know. Well, because Siege of Mandalore is the same time as Order sixty six, so I think they're going to actually show what happened to Ahsoka and like Rex, because um, you get a little bit of that in Ahsoka's novel. But she just kind of mentions You do. It. You actually do get that. You're right. Yeah. So I guess Where you get she's that. like, oh, like they, like she and Rex, like fake their death so that nobody would come after them. But other than that, they they don't really talk about anything I'm else. Ve- I'm very curious about that because Rex, like we all mentioned, removed his inhibitor chip. But then again, Wolf and Gregor also did. Now, my yep. question is, are we going to see Wolf and Gregor in there as well? And maybe Probably. they're going to help him out to escape Mandalore. Well, I'm luckily, sure. we don't have to wait too much longer to find out. Um, Six days before my birthday. I can't wait. Yeah. Aww, so, next question. Do, yeah. Is it like a weekly thing? <laughs> like, each week, a new episode like The Mandalorian? Or are they just dumping them all at oh, once? That I don't know. I hope they... It was unclear. It was unclear. They, they spread it out because I actually liked how they did that for The Mandalorian because it kept the hype up. Mm-hmm. For like the, the what was it a couple months that it was going uh, for? It was oh, how many episodes? It was eight, eight right? episodes. Yes, yeah, so it's so two, two months. Two months. Yeah, two but months. Clone Wars episodes tend to, or from like what I remember, they're like twenty minutes, right? Twenty thirty minutes. But and that well, was yeah, they were, they were a half hour shows, so they were like twenty two yeah. or whatever they were. I mean, this is that's just just as long as the Mandalor- Mandalorian episodes. They were like what? Yeah, but they were close. No, the Mandalorians were between thirty and. 40 the, well the last one was i think 48 or something like that well i guess we'll just have to find out <laughs> yeah well because it's on disney plus they're not as constrained by having to make it fit on tv length so. that is true that is true no commercial breaks or anything they like that they get whatever they want yeah oh, we'll see i'm uh, i mean i'm excited for it and uh 
I'm also excited to start hearing uh, announcements uh, about some new stuff. Um, but uh, as we get those, we we can start talking about those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think we're gonna hear anything in regards to that until celebration. Until celebration, I've no. We'll see. We'll hear something before then. We will hear plans, but like the full like reveal or any trailers or anything like that. I think they're gonna save for celebration. Oh yeah, no, I don't think we'll get anything major, but we'll we'll get. I feel like we'll get. I mean, I could be wrong because you could be right there, Albert. But I think we might get an announcement or two before then. Yeah, I, I, I'll hold my breath for trailers for celebration. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Anyways, <laughs> <Not me>. we will. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, Rodney over here. Um. There. So this this episode is going to be for a very specific uh, clientele. Um. It's really for those of you who are fans of the dark side, because both topics, both our fandom talk topic, and our main topic, have to do with the dark side. Um, and last episode, we picked our uh, Jedi uh, Masters, or if you will, um, if we were Padawans. And this time, we thought it'd be kind of fun to go the opposite direction and say, if you were a Sith apprentice, um, who would you want to be your teacher in all things Dark Side? Um, and it certainly could get kind of interesting in terms of what picks we make. Um, I definitely approach this much differently. Um, and when I talk about mine, I'll get into it. Um, but, uh, you know, Rodney, you are uh, very much at times Mr. Darkseid. At least that was your first costume, I believe, right? Did you Correct. say it was a Sith? Yep, 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 yep. So what direction did you choose to go in for this one? I would definitely want to be under the tutelage of the almighty Palpatine himself. Okay. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For multiple Daddy reasons. Um, he's got the biggest bank account, unlimited resources. Oh. When it comes to <laughs> I was going to say something else. See, see, Daddy Pals. <laughs> Daddy Pals. He take you know nothing yes. wrong with a little, a little sugar daddy esque. I mean, he's got the, <laughs> he's got the the technology, the unlimited resources, and an army at his command. And if you watch the swagger of Darth Vader, nobody could tell him nothing. You know, you you, you think. You get the impression that Tarkin is, is in charge in a Death Star, but if Vader didn't want to do something that Tarkin asked, he didn't really have to do it. Um, and just being able to snap your fingers and have anything you want uh, provided or built or created. I mean, <clears throat> Vader could have had, like, wheels for legs if he wanted to and just rolled around. <laughs> he could have been a Transformer. Like, the technology that he had and the resources that he has at his fingertips are, are immeasurable. Also... The, the amount of research that, of course, now we all know that uh, Palpatine had done with dark side lore and dark side uh, magics and such, it give you uh, it gives you a, a good balance, pun intended, of technology and <laughs> magic, which um, you know it's it's the ultimate weapon. It's the two of those together. So he was the absolutely... galaxy's uh, most eligible entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as we have learned with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So you know, that's that to me is the culmination of the two things that people strive for: um, uh, material, which would be the technology and the resources and the army, and then the spiritual, which would be the dark side magics, the sorcery, if you would. And the two of those together would create a very powerful person. And then after a while, I kill him. <laughs> nice. I was about to ask you that. That was actually the question that was on the tip of my tongue. So then you can. So when it's all, you know, once once I Do get it. the uh, the access code to the bank account and I I got access to the library and all the Sith holocrons, I take him out to sleep. Boom. Nice. <laughs> I take him out to sleep. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? What if he's like What if he's like Gandalf, where he sleeps with his eyes open? <laughs> or he senses you in the room. There's, al there's always a way. Like, there's always a way. Um, plus, yeah, that's, that's plus, my choice. Palpatine was also, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember with all the things that he could do with the dark side, he was like master politician. Um, yeah. And, you know, so he, he, he made things happen in a lot of different ways. He manipulated um, an entire galactic republic. I mean. Yeah. Also, too, think about it. Like, one of the reasons why Palpatine wanted Luke was so he could replace Vader. So it would keep me on my toes knowing that somebody's coming from my spot. 
So I'm always looking around, waiting for somebody to try to stab me in the back and keep my skills sharp. You always be on your toes. You know, you'd never have like a, a down moment, so to speak. Or you, <laughs> Damn, you okay. You yeah, wouldn't get true. complacent. You know, you wouldn't, ah, I can take care of this. It's nothing. You never know. Like he may be having clones coming up behind you and trying to lightsaber you in the back like in uh, The Force Unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Pops is my pick. Yeah, nice, cool. nice, nice. Uh, Albert, who do you got? Darth Revan. Okay. Hmm. Little Legends. Oh, wait. No, he's canon now, so I'm he's sorry. No, 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 no. The name is canon. He himself is not canon. Well, we don't, right, yeah. That's well, such a technicality. Are you kidding me? I mean, he's canon. Shut up. <laughs> ah. I love Shut up. Okay. Ex- explain why. Well, he's mentioned in the visual dictionary for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Well, no. The reason being is because the whole, his whole arc, you know what I mean, of how he was once a Jedi, turns to the dark side, and then returns back from it, essentially. Um, overall, like, his whole, like, personality of basically, like, wanting to take action as opposed to, yeah, we're Jedi, we're just take, you know, we just chill, you know? Uh, if I remember correctly, because it has been a while since I actually, uh, read, uh, like, read the synopsis for the games, because I never actually played the games. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, well, we can cover that a little bit now. So, so that we do have, I think, some listeners who are not familiar with every aspect of Star Wars. And uh, Darth Revan first, I think, first came into the popularity in Star Wars in the game Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. um, which is 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 often said to be um, the, best. the best. Yeah, the best Star Wars. And t- definitely in terms of a story, the story in that is 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 great. But that's. That's where you start to learn uh, learn about him, right? Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is with that with it though is that it's hard for me to get into the game because it's so I wouldn't say old, but it hasn't aged well. Um, See, I'm, and I'm old, and it, it's my speed. The, the games now are too fast. <laughs> it's too fast so, for me. I need I need I need you know it's a lot of puzzles and like I mean I still I I mean apparently like the battles are easy for people who play video games nowadays, but. I, I I get killed all the time. <laughs> no, but the thing, that's the thing though. Like it, it it's because it's so like it hasn't aged well. The only times I ever really like know a lot of the story is if I watch a uh, playthrough of it, and it's been a while since I have, so I, my memory's a little hazy on that. But basically, yeah, like he, if I remember correctly, like he um he like for example, the mask he wears that's actually a Mandalorian mask. Um, is it? Yeah, it's a Mandalorian uh-huh. mask. He actually, if I remember, also remember correctly, he fights uh, the uh, Mandalore the Great. I think his name was. Well, there are uh, Mandalorians in in the game that I remember. They look very different from the Mandalorians that we yeah, see because it's you know it's it's thousands of years before. Yeah, but uh, I think I think the the conflict with that took place around the uh, the Jedi Jedi Mandalore War. Um, but basically, the premise is like him to basically master i guess you could say both sides of the force um yeah like you know he started off as a jedi so he has those abilities and stuff like that and then he goes to the dark side um and if i also remember correctly there's also uh, another uh person that he defects with to the uh darth malik Malik. (laughs) i love it how malik viewed um Revan as like weak and whatever and he's like oh i face you in a duel or t- you know to the death or whatever and this guy literally just like decimated his lower jaw like he's gone non-existent <laughs> he whooped his butt basically but no like that's the whole premise though he's just i just like the fact that like he felt you know fell to the dark the dark side of what i guess you can say valid intentions like he wasn't agreeing with what the jedi order was uh you know, was doing their approach to the whole conflict or whatever. Um, and he's like, yeah, nah, this is, this is not for me. Joins the dark, uh, joins the dark side. And the, the cool thing about it though, is that when he went back to the light side, um, I believe he, uh, he split with his dark side and oh. like he had, he had like this dark spirit, I guess you could say that it was so great and whatever that like it manifested it, like, itself in like the material plane and if again like so hazy on the uh the details of it because it's been such a long while since i've uh 
actually so like Revan wasn't wasn't corrupted. He just kind of disagreed with them. Is that like what what caused he, his he, fall, so to speak? His fall. I don't remember. But also, what are the qualities that like why like why do you want him as like yeah. well your master? Reason being is because like I guess he can say that he's just very passionate. Like if I like if I were a Jedi, and I think I explained this before in one of the old uh, recordings we did before, is that I I don't really like the whole thought process of like Jedi having to like suppress you know basic feelings that any other person would have. Mm-hmm. So like if for example, well, I'd it's a little more ve- complicated than that. I but. know, I know, I know. <laughs> But, like, if I were to be like, okay, listen, like, these people are up to no good, and I really, like, would want to rise against this before it becomes a huge issue. Um, like, like for example, when uh, Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker was going to, like, kill Ben because he felt darkness and stuff like that, and, like, he felt that he was going to bring another, you know, dark age or whatever, and, you know, he sort of did. But, like... Well, I mean, I don't think he sensed all that. He sensed the he sensed the darkness, the conflict and the darkness that was embedded in him. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that much. Of- I know he says all that he will become, right? He says that in the movie. That, but anyways. Yeah. But, no, no, but yeah, so like he, uh, Revan, you know, he his approach was basically like we have we have to get rid of these people. You know, I I sw- I vow that I would not take this mask off i think it was like he wouldn't take the mask off until he defeated the mandalorians and i think that was a vow of revenge which is totally against what the jedi you know view and it, he's letting basically letting pat like you know his his emotions you so know wait, out so he he quote unquote fell to the dark side but still fought against the mandalorians yeah he fought against the mandalorians yes as a dark sider, though, right? I believe he so, was. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. He, I don't know. No, in the game, you you fight. Oh yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, now remember. Uh, remember, he does not become a actual Sith Lord until him and uh, and Malak actually go to uh, uh, Vicious. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm pronouncing his name right, he doesn't. He they don't. They both don't turn to him until they, they you know to the dark side until they went to him. And I think he like brainwashes them or whatever, and then he turns to the dark side. He wasn't fighting against Mandalore as a dark side user. He was just like, I screw what the Jedi Order uh, says, and um, I'm gonna do this. Um, okay, so, I, I mean, you're I don't saying know if I that like that, his, yeah. his like key qualities was his passion that he was passionate, yeah, fighter, mm-hmm. so to speak, because mm-hmm. you don't actually see that very often. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he 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 was able he was able to defeat Mandalore the Great on a one on one duel, so that that's a thing. Okay, cool. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, any any person who uh, who listens to the podcast and knows Revan so well, and if I botched anything, I do apologize. I'm just 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 throwing that out there. I'm sorry. Oh, right, right, right. We have well, we have we have a Revan or two in in Jersey. So if RJ listens to this, he's uh, RJ's gonna straddle me. <laughs> yeah. He might, he might come get you, but uh, uh, Elena, who do you have? Um, so after a lot of debate between some of my all-time faves, uh, at first, you know, I was like Vader, but then I, I realized this man's literally choked someone during a staff meeting. No, thank you. Uh, You're late. You read the. <laughs> Oh, and I'm like, I'm fashionably late to everything, so, mm-mm. But <laughs> he also, like, with the Inquisitors, when he was training them, he, like, thought it was a good idea that they all needed to lose something, so he straight up was lopping people's, like, arms off and cutting their eyes out, so I was like, I want all my limbs and stuff, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, ooh, what about Maul? And I realized that guy is just a rage ball, and he literally was a Sith Lord for, what, two seconds? And then he just <laughs> became ball. a crime boss. <laughs> he was just a crime boss for, like, most of his history. And then I was like, you know who's classy AF, but still a total baddie? Count Dooku. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Yes. Darth Tyrannosaurus Rex. He is. <laughs> he's suave. He so knows wait. how to dress. Uh, so wait, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna full disclosure, Elena. Uh, we're gonna tag team in this one because that's who I was gonna pick as well. Nice. So, so I want to. Okay. I want to hear your explanation and then see if we can kind of have. We have different reasons or whether or not they kind of merge together. Um. So I think. Uh, the, the version of him that I really like to think about um, is like the depiction that you see in Clone Wars more than um, the movies. Uh, what's the name of the actor? Christopher Lee who yes. played uh, Saruman. Uh, I love him. And he was great in the movies. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think the version that they show in Clone Wars, he's um, like he's definitely more evil but not in like an unhinged like rage monster way like Maul for like just right. to give an example. It's the high um, level of dignity that makes him so like powerful. He's, but he's so classy. I mean, yeah, he's a count. Of course. Yeah, of count. Course. <laughs> I keep calling him Dookie because that's what we call him in Battlefront. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. But Count Dooku, yes. Um, and uh, you know he's got some political power, so he you know he was. You know, doing his thing and like the separatist. Uh, what, what was it? The um, uh, what was their body of government? Parliament. Um, okay. So he, he, no, he was a smooth talker. Uh, he had power. Uh, you know, politically and with the force. He did a little. He can do a little zap zap with light, the force lightning, which I love, but not too much. He also has the coolest lightsaber ever. Well, maybe not the coolest, but like, I love the way he wields his lightsaber like just so classy i mean this guy he's got to be what in his 80s and he can like move as nimbly as a ballerina like i love that <laughs> did you read his book uh, his... Elena, did uh, you read which, the book? oh the new the one Jedi lost. Yeah. no yeah. i haven't yet Girl. but yeah. <laughs> i heard so they ex or maybe we talked about it on the podcast but one of my like uh most pressing questions is why he never had like the sith eyes and I always mm. thought, oh, maybe Christopher Lee didn't want to wear contacts <laughs> during the movie, and that like just became canon or something. But apparently, there's like an explanation for that. I don't remember it if there is in that new book. I'm not sure. But is there? Is the there? I don't remember. Definitely read the book. You get a lot of backstory on him, and you find out why he left the order. I'll say it like mm. that. Was it like yeah. a specific event or? Uh... Um. Yeah. I'll say it yes. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's know, a well, few things. You have like Maul, like I, I keep going back to Maul because I think he's an example of a very unstable, uh, master because like he does become a, a, like an unofficial master to his brother, um, Savage, mm -hmm. and I just I don't think he was a good teacher. He was a little too. Um, uh, he's mean, just like so he's so angry all the time. But like, I feel like with Count Dooku, he like he's dark side, but like he is very composed and when you see him training Savage in Clone Wars he's very um you know he disciplines him but it's like you know he's not like getting all pissy at him or anything you know no it's not... teaching it's teaching moments that he's using to discipline him he's not yeah. it's not Plus, for the sake of, it's not for the sake of being from the dark side it's for the sake of teaching him how to use the dark side I really oh, love no, how yeah. they uh how they sh in in the first Clone Wars cartoon not the official canon the one, but the first one, right? one. Yeah, how they show him and uh, Ventress, like their first introduction, it's beautiful. If you remember, uh, she was fighting in like a, a, a gladiator pit kind of thing, <clears throat> and he uh -huh. was watching her, um, and literally he floats down from the top balcony with... Oh, my man. Yeah, <laughs> he literally floats down He's, Magneto he style. Is, uh, he probably has like one arm behind his back. He comes down with the other hand, like outstretched, like I am here. He's got more grace than Mary Poppins. before me. He's he's graceful and he's he's powerful, and I totally agree with your 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 choice. Plus, like yeah. you watch him because they base all the like the fighting styles um, in Battlefront Two. They base it like they they try to mimic their fighting styles as close as possible to what you see in like Clone Wars and in the movies, and like. This guy is, you know, laying it down. With, like I said, one, you know, he's got one hand behind his back, and he's just like, you know, twirling his lightsaber around. Like, 
it's nobody's business. I love it. And it's, like, it's he's so, really. he said, he's so bizarre. iconic with his outfits. They have exquisite pajamas as one of his skins yes. in Battlefront. Yes. He's <laughs> yeah. fighting Global in pajama silk mama. pajamas in Battlefront. Like, what yeah. an well, icon. It, well, he has that episode of the Clone Wars, right? Where he fights. Well, yeah, that, when they, uh, when the Asajj. Yeah, Asajj and her night sisters like try to Literally kill him in his sleep, and he's like, "Not in my exquisite pajamas." <laughs> one yeah. episode, and they decide they want to make a, a skin in a video game just based off that one episode. Yeah, he needs. Listen, he totally they they PJs. they memed it. It's a meme. Yeah. I love it. Now, now, question though, um, the Clone Wars, like the original Clone Wars, uh, the two you want, that's 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 canon, right? No, I mean, no, that's no, nope. but that's where they introduce all. Uh, yeah, but it was, yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like there's there's some stories that are in there that they redid in the uh the CGI version. Mm. So so there's some stories that kind of end up being in there. Um but some of them but are they changed. Have like a, they have like a swole Anakin like when he was still a Padawan at one point with yeah. like he's got like the cut off Jedi robe outfit and it's just it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> There's also a shaggy yeah. Jedi that you get to see. Uh, I, th- I think that's an Ilum. And literally, there's, I think his name is like Shaggy. And he's literally. Stop it. I'm dead serious. You're really serious? It's Shaggy. I think it's something like. It's, his get name is something like Shaggy or Shaggy or something like that. But he's totally Shaggy from Scooby Doo. And he's all panicky. I, oh, I, think, I think they're on Ilum. I know what you're talking about. And, oh, yeah. it's. I think it's. Uh, this, this maybe the same episode where you see Anakin's actual I, nighting it's, ceremony. It's one of those things you think it's a fever dream that you had, and you forget about it, and then yeah. you find out it's real. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for reminding me. Yeah, it's yeah. Sha- it's it, his name is Shaggy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. he looks like Shaggy. You're right. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> he's not canon no more. Matt, so why did he's you not canon, so Dooku. let's. <laughs> That's terrible. So, but uh, I'm I'm with you, Elena. I I had a Count Dooku, but for slightly different reason. Um, <clears throat> I'm like fashion icon, yes. <laughs> yes, fashion, obviously, obviously that. Um, but also, um, I I kind of like the idea of a guy who turns to the dark side for his ideals. So like, and we're gonna get into turning to the dark side in the second half of this episode. But you know, he he's he turns on his principles. He thinks the you know the Jedi are, have lost it. Um, he thinks there's a better way. Um, and and uh, and he decides to turn to the dark side, and use the dark side to, um, to for the betterment of the galaxy, um, and not just himself. And uh, and you know I think that's a very interesting uh, contrast to a lot of the other uh, Sith lords that we have that are either quite emotional or have turned for very personal reasons. I was um, just thinking the same thing. I mean, right. I'm probably with you in those same regards too. I was just being ridiculous as far no, as I know, like, I know, I know. <laughs> him being like, but like that kind of goes hand in hand that he's not like this reckless, like rage monster. He, um, he has this idea of what the, what like order in the galaxy should be. And, and uh, like, you know, he's a political leader, so he's not like totally insane. Like he, He's got a point, essentially. Like he represents, to put the, it uh, simply, the, uh, the separatists. So he has to keep up an appearance. Yeah, and he's also like an old guard kind of guy. I mean, you know, you you talk about you know the way he dresses and like he has an elegance to him. But even you know, even when he's fighting in like episode two, he's sort of like talking. He's almost talking to them like the way you should fight. Like he's talking to Yoda, and he's like, "Well, we can't decide this based on our our knowledge of the Force." So we'll have to do this old school style with lightsabers. Old school, break it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because slip into something more comfortable. His um, his lightsaber style <laughs> form. Two, he has it on board with him, which is known oh, yeah, as Makashi. Saber is, guy. What did you say? What did you say it was? Well, I was I was saying that his his lightsaber style, which is form two Makashi, is made obviously it's based on fencing, but it's a, it's a style geared toward lightsaber combat versus other lightsabers so he's like a good duelist and that's kind of like you said the old way of doing things and just to go back to the book elena you get a really good sense of like his morality and his political ideals and um 
it, it really adds a lot of depth to his character. He's not bad just to be bad. He really believes that this is not the right way. This is the right way. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out, man. I highly recommend and it. Has, and yeah, and it has a lot to do with know, his friendship with Saifo Diaz. So you learn a lot about Saifo Diaz. But yeah. he's, very, he's, a very, he's a very loyal guy. Um, you, know, um, you know, in the end, I guess to a fault in a way. Um, because it costs him his life. Um, but, uh, Thank you. yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that I mean, that's, but so he's a little bit evil and that's why I, I say I like, no, his... very, actually quite a bit evil, but just in a very different <laughs> I like way. his Clone Wars version because he like, although like maybe in the movies you might be, you might think like, oh, maybe that's just cause he has different ideas and and uh but then in clone wars you're like no he's he 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 he's definitely got a bad bone in him like damn (laughs) and even in dark disciple like i mean some of the things he was doing in that book i was like oh oh my god okay you evil it really like makes (laughs) you wonder about the strength or i should say the the level you will go to for what you believe and that's what especially brings... at 80 what is he 86 <laughs> i don't remember how i i looked it up because i was like oh how old is is count dooku supposed to be and i was like he's got to be like 65 he's like 80 something years old i'm like okay this man can move <laughs> you could really theorize that um a jedi who has been raised in the temple the way these the way definitely dooku was who was i don't want to say indoctored but brought up with these ideals and he feels so strongly to be a Jedi and then if he feels differently he's going to use that same intensity that same drive and that that same force pun intended to (laughs) I know (laughs) sorry to to support the way he feels it's like it's almost like when you argue with somebody online they feel so strongly about this to where you can't change their mind and he will go you know to the ends of the earth to not only prove his point, but to uh, stand on his point, as they say, you know, the leg to stand on. or And that's what makes him so powerful, I think, within the dark side, is he feels so strongly for this. The fact that the, the, the Jedi Order is, is corrupt, that the galaxy is corrupt, because he's seen it from his point of view, and this is all, you know, it's like when, when Kenobi says, you know, it's all from a certain point of view. If you believe you're right so strongly, you can't change your mind. And that will lead you to do very dark things in the sake of what you'd believe to be right. A lot like Killmonger from um, Black Panther movie. You know, like, that's what made that character so riveting to a lot of people is it wasn't evil for the sake of being evil. It was a point of view that people could actually understand. They may not agree with, but it was like, I get why you're like this. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know. um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off because I think we're gonna. I want to be able to continue this conversation in a different context um, once we get to our main topic. Um, but before we get to our main topic, uh, Elena, you want to kick it to the IHOP network? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're just gonna take a moment to hear from some other members of the IHOP network. G'day, this is Yozzy. Hi, and I'm the Palm, and we are from the Ozzy and the Palm Show. And you are listening to the International House of Podcast Network. All right. So now we're ready for our main topic today. And then we're continuing on with the dark side. Um, and um, this is sort of one of the most essential things that you need to think about when talking about, um, you know, Sith and the dark side of the force, which is um, really what does it mean to turn to the dark side? And I was kind of thinking about this after seeing the rise of Skywalker as we see the reverse in Ben Solo, we see him sort of turn from the dark side. Um, and um, it's sort of, for me, echoed in a weird way, um, Anakin turning to the dark side um, in that it was, uh, you know, they were almost two completely different people um, from one side of turning to the other. and uh, And I don't know if... That is true of everybody who turns to the dark side, but I kind of wanted to, to explore, you know, what does it mean to turn to the dark side and what does it do to you? Um, because in a way, 
you know, because the turn was so dramatic for those two, it feels like to me that the dark side really grabs hold of them and, and changes who they are on a fundamental level. Um, and, but we were just having a conversation about Dooku in a very different way and, and Revan too, um, in that, um, they kind of turned on their ideals, um, and, and even Rodney with Palpatine, that might be a whole nother story. So I think that this is probably not a short discussion, but we can just get into it. Um, but really start to start to hash out, um, what does it mean to turn to the dark side? Because like I said, I think that there could be a few different interpretations of what that means, depending upon what character we're talking about. Um, but I definitely, it definitely just, you know, after seeing Rise of Skywalker got me to thinking about that. And, and like I said, thinking about Palpatine and Ben very differently. Because Palpatine seems to be almost an embodiment of the dark side. And um, Ben seemed to be under the control of the dark side. Does that make sense, guys? I don't yeah. know if that, I don't well, know. So I think the best way to just to kind of kick it off uh, as far as understanding maybe the broader aspect of it um you always especially more in the in the in the prequels than anywhere else they talk about the dark side as like um like you get seduced by the dark side right like you you um the dark side is when you feel that pull and temptation to give into like your your deeper emotions essentially and i think it's a uh it's essentially how you try to act in real life too. You, you know, don't want to throw gasoline on a fire in a situation. You want to try to be rational. You want to take the high road in a situation, not be, uh, you know, a rage monster. I or or selfless, selfless versus selfish, right? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that could be its own its its own sub topic. Okay. But I think, uh, I mean, at least off the top of my head, when I think like, oh what what are the actions of like a dark side user it was them being seduced and tempted by their uh deeper emotions uh the the more passionate emotions of of anger and fear um and tapping into those emotions is what made uh dark side users more, so powerful but i think in turn it had its consequences and it corrupted that individual but it i mean this beyond that for me at least like when we first presented this topic for a discussion it, it's like but what were those consequences what were the repercussions i mean i guess you can look at it as like oh maybe you go and murder a bunch of children like you just murdered a bunch of children <laughs> so like but like beyond that uh when you know you got to uh, force wielders that were dueling in a lightsaber battle like it kind of seems a little bit more beneficial to tap into your emotions if that's going to help you in the battle so i don't know i mean that's um i don't uh, know we see i mean we see plenty of examples that goes both ways so you know in terms of lightsaber battles and and they think there's skill involved and it depends who's fighting who and and, and all of those things but to 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 piggyback of what you're saying i think I think you're right in that like the 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 thing that can get that gets you to turn is you know not tapping into not emotions per se but emotion uh emotions that are leading to a place that is not beneficial to the greater good um or um uh, you know or giving in to things that are I mean, i'm just thinking about anakin and spe specifically anakin knows that he should not attack Mace Windu, but because he fears so much losing Palpatine and ultimately Padme, um, he can't, you know, he can't separate those two things His out. His judgment for is clouded, right? Which, but then that's that's how you can you can relay that to real life, where like, um, you know, when you're upset or angry about something, you tend to not think clearly and. If you let your emotions take over, you make make choices that you'll regret. Again, slaughtering a bunch of children. <laughs> Where's Albert to, to defend them. that? Or I'm gonna say Albert, are you defending that one? I swear to God, Albert. <laughs> it was I all swear. necessary. No. 
Yes. No. The dream. That, no. Listen, the, he brought balance. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> it's a matter of numbers, Listen. right, Albert? Exactly. No. No. I'm with you. No. Mm, no. I mean, for for heaven's sakes, he was redeemed, guys. Come on, you, you can you can sleep this under the rug. You like can't bring those, those children back. I just I just gotta like imagine. This is going off a little off topic, just a little bit. Just imagine the cleanup detail, having to go in there and just cleaning up all the kids' bodies. Albert, uh, 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 yeah. why? Why? Uh, okay. You know what? Can we mute him? <laughs> Get out of here! Right? Like, don't like, encourage this, Matt. So, no, no, I'm not encouraging this anyway. I'm reminding him that my daughter often likes to listen to the podcast. Edit it out then. And uh, and. <laughs> just one long bleep oh yeah um, uh, but uh, but anyways getting getting us back in topic but like i kind of feel though that who we see is anakin particularly in the in both the prequels and the clone wars is not the same person as as darth vader on a fundamental level like anakin has fully turned to even though there's, you know, good in him that gets revealed later and he comes back from the dark side, um, the Anakin that we know in the prequels would not slaughter younglings. He would save them. Um, the Anakin that we know in the prequels um, would not, you know... Uh, I mean, maybe he would torture people if they felt necessarily, but there would always I be mean, he, a... he was battling his dark side for most of like uh attack of the clones and like clone wars you definitely see that struggle and that's not to say that it, other jedi didn't struggle with that but i think with him it was particularly um uh, very evident i mean uh the mortis arc was an excellent i think uh like uh, way to shine a light on that struggle that he had and and where he was making decisions in that episode, uh, you know, to save Ahsoka and Obi Wan, but I won't get into it too much because it may be something. Truth be told, I mean, he does mention time and time again that whenever someone brings up Anakin when he's Darth Vader, it's oh, I've killed him. Anakin Skywalker is no more. You know what I mean? And Kylo Ren did, and Kylo Ren did the same thing too, right? Although yeah. ultimately, yes. but the thing is, the thing is with Kylo Ren and stuff like that is that. The difference between, you know, Ben and him is that Ben is trying to, like, cut the past behind, whereas Darth Vader, he lost everything. So he, you know, to him, that is just dead. He lost Padme, and he lost the two kids that Padme was, well, a kid or whatever that Padme was going to have, you know, because he was led to believe that, you know, she died, you know, with the kids. Um, And he had nothing, you know. The Jedi Order is no more, so it's not like he could come back to that. Whereas Ben, he, he had potentially something to come back to. Anakin, not really. And he paid very dearly, you know, with losing pa- uh, Padme. You know, because he was also, you know, convinced that he's the one that killed her. You know, he lost both his legs and his arms. So he's nothing but a stubby Th- potato. Thank you for reminding us. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, just like out loud. You know, but also think about how after he turns, think about how he treats Padme. I mean, you know, after he turns to the dark side, the way he you treats turned Padme. her against me. Yeah. Die. Oof. Um, but he, but the way he treats Padme is, is almost unthinkable in light of the reason why he turned to the dark side. Um, you know, because he turned to the dark side to save her, and yet in the end, he can't control himself from. But again, that that goes to show how clouded his judgment was already. As soon as he started giving into his uh, into those dark side emotions, I guess is the best way to put it. But Albert, go back to what you were saying. Uh, I I see your point, but I think they both in different circumstances are trying to separate themselves from their old uh, life because those individuals were Jedi and they don't want to be Jedi. So in Anakin's case, he had nothing, he had nothing left to lose anymore, essentially. But Ben, uh, 
I th- it, he was seduced by. I mean, I'm I'm not too familiar with his backstory, but from what I I've don't know read, how much we know. He yeah. was seduced by Snoke over a period of time, and and was like, oh well, like I understand you and like what you're feeling, because he was he like Anakin was struggling with his dark side and. Plagueis, oh not Plagueis, I'm thinking about Plagueis now. Snoke was uh, feeding into that and uh, manipulated his thought process essentially. But in the end, both of them were trying to uh, separate themselves from those identities. Well, the the cool thing also when you when you think about it though is that in, in contrast to Vader and Anakin though is that if you if you look at it this way anakin never wants to be darth vader in a sense like he will tell himself that he would never go down that path and that he wanted to defeat the dark side the sith lords and everything like that whereas darth vader never wants to be go be a goody two-shoes jedi to anakin skywalker it's like both sides don't want to be each other if you look at it which is very interesting Right. Well, that's why I'm saying it almost seems like like the dark side like pulls you in. So I think what is the there's a quote in I don't know if you remember it's Empire or Return of the Jedi, where um, where um, I think it's uh, Yoda is talking about um, it. Once you turn to the dark side, forever will as Empire forever will it dominate your your destiny. So that like once you once you turn, um, you're sort of sucked in. And, and, well, it's and, like a it's like a slippery slope, essentially. It's literally like opening a bag of chips and trying to eat just one. <laughs> That's it. That is the dark side. That's the dark is, side. And there you go. Well, we're done. We're done here. We're done here. Bag of chips. That's, all. <laughs> That's it. Mic drop. <laughs> to, to put True. it. In, put it. In. No, you know what? Ritz crackers. That's falling to the dark side. Very salty. You just, you, Very there, salty. there is no the resealing side. that that package. You are eating that entire sleeve of Ritz crackers. Yeah. But it's it's from my point of view, it's it's a desire for power. Now, what you're trying to do with that power depends on the situation. But power. It comes. It's 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 yeah. It's literally power. Uh, Anakin wanted the power to save lives or to save the ones that he loved from dying. And Palpatine dangled that ability in his face. So he said, all right, you have what I want and I'm going to do what I need to do to get it. Um, I think not knowing what really caused Kylo's change of heart, so to speak, but with his whole let the past die, kill it if you have to, I think that comes from them not wanting to acknowledge the light and especially with Vader because once Vader got into the suit a lot like Maul he used the dark side the anger and the fury to kind of power him so to speak so if he acknowledged that there was a conflict or that there was some light he may have gotten weaker and somebody who craves power doesn't want to show weakness or even feel that they have a weakness and physically he may have lost the ability to operate himself in that suit because he's using the power of the dark side to kind of propel himself inside this giant mechanism, you know? Hmm. Um, and let I me, think, go ahead. No, well, let me, let me throw this out there. Just going off that. I think, I mean, I think I know what you mean, but there's another thing that was kind of pulling at me from rise of Skywalker was now that we know ultimately that Palpatine was again, pulling the strings with Snoke even you know, even though Snoke was, I I believe, not actually Palpatine, but just you know something that Palpatine made. Um, but overall, if you think about from Episode One to Episode Nine, um, Palpatine was the one controlling that. And so, how much of Palpatine was was causing the pull to the dark side for all of these people? Like you know. He pulled Anakin in for a, he groomed him for a long time, and Snoke, you're saying, groomed uh, Kylo Ren over a period of time. Um, you know, um, how much of that was actually Palpatine pulling to the dark side, or was it the dark side itself? I don't. Well, know if this, does that make sense? What I, I'm I see what to you're say? saying. I, I think Palpatine being the current manifestation of the dark side was craving power and through Snoke he 
looked to achieve that power, and even Snoke says it himself, I, I saw in you the potential for another Vader. Vader was a very powerful um, entity in the galaxy, not just through rumor, you know, through his appearance, what he could do. He was, it was a tool. He was a very sharp tool, just like Maul was. So you could send Vader out to uh, uh, accomplish a certain goal, and that's powerful. That's power. That's the ability to snap your fingers. It's like having a house full of butlers and maids. I don't, ha- I don't I do have to do it. anything. I can just sit here and I have the power to get what I want, which at the end of the day, I think all Sith want, except for Maul. Maul, just, I think, was just fury, uh, fury and rage. He just wanted revenge. Just, he, he just wanted <laughs> to be... Angry. Yeah, he just he he he. I think he was a different kind of animal, so to speak. And I think also yeah. too, lore wise, that may be why Dooku's eyes never changed because he was more he he didn't crave destruction, power, ruling over people. He just he was more trying to fulfill what he thought was right. Yeah, yeah. Matt. yeah. No, I mean I I'm just I'm just trying to I just kind of. Over the, you know, a lot of things have changed in my head since seeing Rise of Skywalker. But one of the things is sort of thinking as um, most of the Sith that we know being very different from Palpatine. That Palpatine, I think you've described him as sort of like uh, the embodiment of the dark side or something, um, something yeah. to that effect. Like a manifestation. Like he was a manif- like yeah, like yeah. a manifestation of the dark side itself. And then he was pulling all these other people into the dark side. Which, which for me makes a little bit of sense with how you see when Anakin turns, he changes. And, you know, uh, Kylo Ren is obviously not the same person as Ben Solo. Um, and ultimately, you know, it takes Leia, you know, Leia giving her love and Rey um, sort of forgiving him and giving love back to him to, to turn him back. But it's a very powerful thing um, that it seems like Paul Patine himself being the manifestation of the dark side of that time. I think um, it's a matter of... I don't know. I mean, of, this is just an interpretation that I'm having, I guess. I think it's still very internal um, in that the light side and the dark side of the Force is this concept that we see outside of Star Wars, like with uh, the yin and the yang. It's, it's something that's within every individual that there's, you know, this balance that we have, and it's a matter of, like what you as an individual cater to and what you feed into. And I think that with like with the Jedi, their lifelong, not the only thing that they do, but it's essentially disciplining themselves not to um, cave and fall to those temptations and to, um, you know, not take the easy way out with things. But with Palpatine, maybe he, you know, he was dark side for so long that like he just you know became dark side he was just so saturated with right and i I think there's stuff that needs to be explained like when he says i am all of the sith like there i think that we need to kind of i don't not that i don't understand it in uh well in a sense but i think think that like more of an explanation is necessary i I I think i think yeah i'm sorry i find that little bit actually a little bit controversial um uh, and contradicting because I love it how I go back to this character every once in a while. Uh, Darth uh, Momin, he uh, he's from the comics. Uh, basically, he's the one that put, almost potentially kills Vader when he gets brought back to life, um, and that he he calls the new Siths, like the current Sith Lords, weak, and that um, like. Uh, like he calls them weak in that they they don't serve the for, the force and that they serve themselves, really, and that to be a true Sith Lord, uh, you have to follow the will of the dark side. Um, okay, so you know, so basically he's calling you know Vader out, and I think he also called out Palpatine, that they're like, oh, he's weak and this and that and blah blah blah, and then for Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker to all of a sudden be like, I am all the Sith, you know. Uh, in one, it's like, well, this is one guy who doesn't agree with you. So, what does that mean? Well, that's what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he means by that. I feel like you know some more backstory then of some again, kind of what that means. Here's then how again, I. Well, good. Hold on. Then again, he is sealed within a mask. Um, that, that one Sith Lord. 
So maybe he's not really technically dead to be inside Palpatine. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, it, could, it doesn't have to be literal either. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was just a matter of the dark side and, and much like the light, they need a vessel, not necessarily like, a, you know, possession, but just somebody doing somebody adding to the pot of the darkness or the light. Darth Bane, when when he rationalized why he uh, eradicated all the Sith and created the rule of two, the way he explained it was with so many Sith pulling from the dark side, it weakened it. So to put it in simple layman terms, let's say you have a pitcher of Kool-Aid. If I put some in your cup and I put some in Elena's cup and I put some in uh, Albert's cup and I put some in my cup, it dilutes it. And if you take that mentality and you only have one cup to fill, that cup is concentrated and, and has a higher uh, level of the dark side. And I think what they're trying to portray in that movie is that Palpatine is the pitcher of the dark side. And he yeah. he used some of it. He, he poured Kylo a shot glass by manipulating. <laughs> by, by, by manipulating. I, I, no, I, I actually kind of, I kind of like this. I like your analogy. Like it, it makes sense to me. Which is that, why he was that, so powerful. I think that's kind of, I think it's kind of, it's kind of the way that I've been thinking about it. And that like, you know, um, but that it, it's not just that he poured them a shot glass, like he spiked the drink, you know? I well, just, I just think of Jonestown when you use that Kool-Aid Kool analogy. It's all, it's all poetry. I don't know if we be laughing about that one, but sure. <laughs> Oops. It's all yeah, right. poetry. It, it, it all rhymes. But that's, yeah. that's what I think made him so powerful is he was the one passing out the dark side in this current universe or in the galaxy currently. Right. And if you, to, to reference the Plagueis book, when he kills Plagueis, there's like a Highlander-like moment where like things are swirling around the room and he gets, you know, he like, you see the dark side kind of swelling into him after committing this deed. And, well, and here's well, here's where we have to be a little bit careful, and and not that it's not that I don't think they'll keep the spirit of it, but since though since Bane is, I, I believe that he's canon in some way, but his story isn't. Yeah, same correct. thing with Plagueis. Correct. So so that so you know, it's possible that this slightly gets changed, but I think the spirit of it, I think you're right about. Yeah, I'm just thinking um, about how they portray the essence of the dark side and how it manifest itself if you notice um in order to get to the next level you have to achieve, you have to do something you have to face vader to be a jedi level up. you have to uh you know cut off dooku's head to take another step to the dark side so there's level there's levels to this stuff there's levels <laughs> in order to raise your video, video game mentality <laughs> yeah in order to, in you order to, to you have to, to, you have to defeat the boss yeah, exactly, and and your your Duco, Duco is episode one point or two point three boss. Yeah, you've got <laughs> yeah, exactly. cut off his head. So I think it, just like the Jedi trials, you know, you achieve these certain <laughs> things, and you show that you are more powerful with the Force. Your abilities within the within the light side of the Force grow, um, just like with training. So I think once you get down to episode uh, whatever this is nine since people aren't really drawing from the force so much, it's concentrated again. And the first okay. person to tap into it, Palpatine on one side and Ray on the other side, they get us, they're getting us a, a, a concentration that's really, really high, which I, I hate to do this, but exp would explain why Ray is so powerful with very little training. And it explains why Palpatine is able to sh shoot lightning out of a temple and only disable the good guy ships. Um, I, I think that's more of a simpler way of explaining how the force could work through two different people from both different sides. No, hey, th Ronnie, I, you know, um, thanks, uh, and actually, all of you guys, thanks, because um, this was stuff that I was just kind of thinking about and had like partial thoughts on, and I think the discussion helped me pull some of it together. Um, I definitely think we can talk more about the dark side. I'm sure. You know, people who are listening to this would love for us to spend more time talking about the dark side. Uh, unfortunately, we're getting towards the end of our time for today. Um, but it, I know, oh, it's, it goes so fast. Um, but I, I did want to say this. Um, we would like to ask our, our listeners to um, consider 
giving us some ideas, telling us some of your thoughts, either um, a question that you had that we raised or a topic that you thought might be, think might be cool for us to, to talk about. And, uh, and either shoot us a message on Facebook or uh, email us at thewillspodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, you can get us on Instagram and Twitter too at thewillspod. Um, probably Facebook or email is the easiest way, but we'd love to hear some of the thoughts that you might have to share. And, and at some point, who knows, maybe we might share one of your ideas or thoughts uh, on the podcast. So, uh, do a little like social fan corner or something like that, because yeah. who doesn't like to hear about themselves on air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. We might, and we might, you know, say your name or something like we, you know, we name dropped RJ today. And, and I think he, he's I think now he famous. Might, he's famous. The, he might, the paparazzi he might, are he's going he's gonna to come kill me with all his revving facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, where can they get you guys in uh, specifically Elena? Where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, at Elena underscore strikes. It's also my handle on Twitter. And, uh, if you want to find me on Facebook, all that good stuff. Cool. 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 Albert, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram via CC underscore two, two, seven, nine, five. Awesome. And Rodney, you can find me on Instagram. I am Lord underscore dread D R E A D. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BMTN1111. Although, truth be told, getting me on the Will's podcast, uh, Facebook or whatever, is probably the better way to go. Um, but yeah. Hey, uh, thanks to everybody who's been listening um, and commenting on the posts and whatnot. Yeah, thank you to like all the feedback we've been getting. It's it's really encouraging because we've been recording these episodes um, like before we published them. You know, we were just recording it, and it's almost kind of like we were just talking to ourselves. But um, you know, knowing that people are listening and, and are actually enjoying what we have to talk about is <laughs> it means a lot. Um, so you know, feel free interact with us on our social media you know we really appreciate it and we'd love to hear from uh you know, our listeners. all right thanks guys goodbye <laughs>